Hi, Darren. Yeah, muted, Darren. Darren, can you hear me? Good morning, Jefferson. Okay, good morning. I was, I was starting to wonder whether it's me or, your, or yourself. No, no it, it, it was on my side, Chair. My, my um, speaker was on mute. I didn't realize it. Okay. Um, it's nine o'clock. We can start. Is it not so? Yes, Jefferson, we can start. Okay. Uh, good morning, honorable members, our support staff, members of the public uh, on the platform, members of the media, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are continuing with our consideration of the Division of Revenue Bill. Um, so today is the opportunity of the members of the public uh, to make their uh, contribution. Uh, as it were, today we are meeting Women on Farms Project. Yeah, welcome Women on Farms Project and Amanda Dotmobi. Yeah, yeah, we are welcome again, Amanda Dotmobi, uh, um, to this meeting, uh, which is dealing with this bill. Erin, can you please, uh, if there are any apologies? No, Chairperson, there are no apologies for today's meeting. No apologies. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll then, we'll then uh, proceed, uh, go to agenda item number three. We'll start with Women on, on Farms Project. Uh, you'll tell us uh, who's uh, uh, leading that delegation. Um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll give you 30 minutes maximum to, to, to go over your issues and your comments. And then immediately after yourselves, we'll, we'll, we'll ask Amanda.mobi. Again, we'll also give them 30 minutes. And then after that, uh, we'll allow the, uh, the honorable members uh, to interact and uh, ask questions, comments on what you have presented. So Women on Farms Project, uh, please introduce yourselves, who's leading the delegation, who's there, and then you can start with your presentation. Thank you very much. Good, good morning. Um, uh, good morning, everybody. Dear members of the Standing Committee on Appropriations and Committee Secretaries, my name is Kara Mackay, and I make this submission on behalf of Women on Farms Project and Farm Women Farm Workers and Dwellers. Um, um, while Women on Farms Project welcomes the progressive division of revenue to rural households, municipalities, and provinces, we contend that the current budget allocations to rural areas are still inadequate and is not enough to address the structural inequalities inherited from apartheid. This is why Women on Farms Project is calling for an increase in the division of revenue allocated to rural and farm areas. We are aware, however, that government has budgetary constraints and has to manage a very tight fiscal deficit. 
So this is the reason why we believe that our demands are achievable if governments were to implement a wealth tax on the richest 1% of South Africans. These 1% of South Africans, approximately 356,000 people, own 55% of the wealth. And Ms. a Ms. McKay, sorry, mm -hmm. let, let me interrupt you. Uh, Darren, is there a presentation that we... I see there's something. Chairperson, it's, it's only the, the PDF. Yeah, document. Okay. Yeah, no, it's only the PDF document. Are we opening it or what are we doing? I'm because trying to, I, okay, Chair, let me try again because I was trying to open it. Now I, I yeah. mm -hmm. We we will be um we will uh, Far Moon will present her experiences so that is our presentation. No no that's fine that's fine that's just just hold um, and see what um, then okay then uh, Miss McKay you may then continue. Okay. As we were saying that we are aware of the budgetary constraints of government, but we contend that this our demands for an increase in the division of revenue is achievable if we were to implement a wealth tax on the richest 1% of South Africans. The study at the University of Witwatersrand has shown that this wealth tax can bring in as much as 160 billion to the fiscals. To demonstrate the inadequacy of the rural budget, I'm going to hand over to Louise Fortain, who is a mother, a single mother of four, and she's also a farm dweller. Despite her living and working on farms her entire life, she finds herself at this age landless and tenure insecure and has been facing an eviction since 2007. She will take us through the, her experiences of living on a farm without land, as well as the land, her experiences of the land redistribution program in South Africa. She will speak in English and the translators from Parliament side will translate. She will speak in Afrikaans, sorry, and the translators will uh, translate into English. I hand over to Louise. Just a second. Uh, uh, before uh, before Louise uh, come, come in, um, Darren, did you make any arrangements for translation? Chairperson, yes. We, we requested for interpretation services. They confirmed that they, 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 there is somebody available, but I don't see that person in the meeting chair. So I just, I don't know uh, whether Nomfusi said that she's going to do a follow-up. I don't know how far she got with a follow-up chair. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I, I think most of us will, 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 will follow. Uh, okay. I, I could also translate. I could translate what she's saying when she's finished. It's 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 fine, Kara. We'll we'll see when she finishes whether we do uh, want to to hear from her side. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Vandaar af, 
zodat ik mijn kennis kan voeden. Mijn kennis moet die school ook gelossen om op die plaats te werken. En ook met hulle willen aan de werken zoeken. Zo een vrees daar wat ons is. En die boer het gewoon door water afgesneden in die tijd. En toen moet ons bij ons gaan water halen, die water gaan halen om te slaan en kom bij in die klinken. Zo so, oors is oors een vreeslewende positie daar wat ons nou blij. Zo so, ik maak wat tijd zodat ik mijn kennis kan voed met daar die tijd. Maar met die waterafzetting kon ons niet uh, lekker een mooi tijd maken want man, die boos jaten die die water af. Zo so, mijn kennis gaan school in ons en gaan school van die kennis gaan school in mijn kleine kennis. Zo so, die vrees wat ons heet daar is. Ik maak tijd, hoe ga, als ik afgezetten van mijn grond af, hoe ga ik, hoe ga ik voelen als onze plek niet, want onze die mensen wat er naartoe kan gaan. En, en die dingen die, als ik als die rijkdomsbelasting zal intrieden, voor ons, zodat ons voor ons in die community kan grond krijgen, en in ons eigen zijn, zal ons nog niet zo een vrees hebben. Want die vrees wat ons nou weet is, 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 is baie, baie groot in my situasie, as een enkel ouwe. So, dis wat ek nou wil sê, want die grond, dat er nie voor is, dat die grond kan gee, en huis kan gee, so dat ek my kinders kan voed. Dankie. Um, so, uh, Miss Maki, thank you so much, ma'am. The name again? What's the name? Louis Fortin. Louis Fortin. Baie dankie. Madam Mackey, if you can just summarize again as you had avail yourself to summarize what has just been shared with the committee. I'm sure the majority of the committee members understood here, but again, we're having the public which is listening also to what's being said here. So please come in. Okay, she is Louise Boutain. She is a mother of three children and she's a single mother. And she has lived and worked on a farm all her life. In 2007, her father passed away. And on the 3rd of May, her father passed away. The very next day, she received an eviction letter from the farmer saying that she has to leave the house where she has been living. She um, has 2007, since 2007 has contested that eviction because she has nowhere else to go. So if she leaves this house, where will she go? Where will her family go? And she is, she is able-bodied and she's willing to work, but unfortunately she cannot find work because the farmer has blacklisted her on the farms in Stellenbosch. So she can not only can she not work for that farmer, but she can't work for any other farmer. In when due to the eviction cases, she they experience constant water shortages or cutoffs. The farmer will cut their water off indefinitely. And one moment when they went to uh, tap um, drain water from a tap, she and the farmer, the farmer assaulted her son, who was 14. I was she was six years old at the time, and the farmer assaulted her. Um, um, at that moment, they have opened the case, and the case is still pending. It hasn't really gone anywhere, but the case is still open. Um, she says the word she uses constantly is freest, which is anxiety. She says they live in a constant situation of anxiety on the farm. They're scared for the farmer. 
Um, they're scared for when he switches off the water and they also, every day they wake up with the reality that they could get evicted today. So that kind of anxiety sits heavily on her, um, her heart and as she manages her children. Um, she is asking for uh, land to be redistributed back so that she can have her own piece of land so that she knows she's secure, that no one can throw her off that land so she can anchor herself and her family and that she can use that land to grow food. Currently, she eats, she does have a food garden that uh, she can speak about COVID and the food garden and how important the food garden was for her. So the food garden is an important source of food and she wants more land so that she can do more, so that she can feed her family and her communities and then maybe be able to derive an income from that food. So she's asking for land to be redistributed. And again, we are aware of the budgetary constraints, but if we had a wealth tax and we were to tax the richest 1% of South Africans, there would be more revenue that we could redistribute to land redistribution programs so that people like Louise would have a home and a space for her family. That is the summary. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so, thank you so much, uh, Miss Fontaine. Um, um, we we appreciate your taking time and uh, uh, coming to talk to us. Thank you. Uh, do you want to continue, uh, Miss McKay? Oh, that is our that is our presentation, sir. That is our submission. Um, we thought we had ten minutes, so that is all. So if there are questions, we can address those, but that is what we would like to submit to the Appropriations Committee. Thank, thank you so thank you, thank you so much, Miss um, uh, McKay. And then we'll, we'll go to Amanda.mobi. Please introduce yourself. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Amanda.mobi. Um, um, <laughs> and, and then uh, please uh, take us through your presentation. Um, thank you, Honorable Chair, and good morning to everyone, uh, members of the committee and uh, secretaries to the committee. My name is Rose Oba, and I'm a senior campaigner at Amanda.Movi. Um, we have prepared a presentation for today. If I could just quickly share my screen, and may I also request to keep my video off just so it doesn't disturb uh, the bandwidth, Honorable Chair. Please continue. Please continue, uh, uh, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Um, so first, we would like to uh, welcome the year-long extension of the 350 Our members, members of the Amanda Dodmobi community are disappointed that the 350 grant was not increased and given to more people, but we do applaud the president's commitment to have a national discussion to decide what support will be provided after March 2023. Honorable members, we are disappointed by the budget tabled by Finance Minister Enoch Godongwana and especially concerned that the minister did not mention anything about allocating funds to be used towards implementing a basic income support, which is supported by over 300,000 people who have signed a petition in the running with Black Sash. The dignity of over 10 million people hangs in the balance. Instead of increasing social spending, Minister Godongwana's budget cuts social spending, which fills the poor majority but helps the rich. 
Honorable members, for three years, Amanda Dunmori presented to this committee various demands to help protect the majority poor. These demands included expanding the 350 to include more people and increasing and extending it until it is turned into basic income support. Also included implementing basic income support for people aged 18 to 59 with little to no income, expanding child support grants to include pregnant mothers and increasing old age grant to 2,500 and give pensioners a fatigue check. Honourable members, all these demands are not to you. We keep them to remind this committee and everyone that they are urgent matters that should be acted upon with agency. The committee members are well aware of our submissions and the presentations we've made in the past years. Some have even noted that we have been coming to the public hearings to present and demand the same things. As many may agree, it has become repetitive and it exposes a key flaw in our democracy. Parliament, including members of this committee, must hold the National Treasury, the Minister of Finance, the President, and the rest of the executive to account for approving a budget that fails the poor majority. Many times we have been told that there is simply no money to fund adequate grant increases or basic income. While we have presented to both this committee and the Finance Committee that taxing the rich more and increases increasing taxes on products that have a huge social and health cost, tobacco, sugary drinks, and alcohol could help. But Treasury has refused to tax the rich more, giving reasons such as taxpayers are already burdened, while in all truth, the poor majority are taxpayers too, and are actually the ones starving. By passing anti-poor budgets, the cabinet is choosing to keep Mzanti as one of the most unequal countries in the world in terms of income and wealth. Moving on, honorable members, you will note that every year Amanda Dudmori attends both the Finance and Appropriations Committee's public hearings. We do this to allow the expansion of this platform to ordinary people. National Treasury's current approach to public consultation still makes it inaccessible. Those with the least money struggle the most to engage with National Treasury and the budget process. Many still do not know about public hearings and participation, and many are left out of these processes. Honorable members, for years we have worked hard to make these public hearings more inclusive. We have presented our campaign demands, and with our members, we have brought along public comments to allow the people most affected by the budget to make their case to you. As the committee may be aware, the Gorgos have been coming to this committee to present their needs and demands, pleading with the government that the old age grant is increased to 2,500 and get a 13th check in December. Many Gorgos carry the burden of leading and feeding households in Zanzi. Many times they are encouraged to continue participating in public processes, but not much is being done to meet them halfway. And very rarely do they ever receive free services or subsidies for needs such as water and electricity, and their grant barely covers their needs for the whole month. <laughs> Respect Honorable 
The Goggles Honourable Members, who at some point travelled from Peter Maritzburg to Cape Town by bus, have been trying to appeal to parliamentary committees and national treasury to increase their grant so they can afford basic needs for themselves and their families. However, their demands have fallen on deaf ears, only seeing a 31 increase last year and a 91 increase to the grant this year, as announced in the budget speech table by Minister Godongwan. The Goggles have requested a, a meeting with the Minister of Finance for years. It is a matter of public record that former finance minister Didomboini promised to meet with them but refused to honor this even when the Goggles traveled from Peter Maritzburg to National Treasury's offices in Tuani. Saya a union building is the Zomboin. Bowas Pasagapungu Safiyalapo Sangabisam Tola Imyalezo, it is it at home, Munyakota, Gatemu, Mile and Gutisos, and Paswasarab Sangam Tola, Pasutukamba, with no better tales of Kumana to Buso, Nobuso, and Akulum, Wapela, the summest Eleanor sort to enlist, so it is telling Malinugan. After the MTBPS last year, a member of the Finance Committee said he could not see why Treasury should not meet with the Goggles. To this day, Treasury has still not met with the Goggles. We hereby request that this committee formally request National Treasury Finance Minister Godongwan and his executive to meet with the Goggles and allow them to explain in detail why it is important that more funds are allocated towards their old age grant. Hello, Kulumayo. Go, 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 be Peter Marisbeck Pensioners Forum. Bestella, Uxangana, no minister, Wizz Mali, Eskulumenae, Sipot and Gosses, Loko, Esquele, Emakaya eight. A Sanja Bula Kulu, a Ugutanga Sensei Pansy, a Uminister Opumile Umboen. So, memorandum, at the public hearings held after the MTBPS last year, some on this committee acknowledged how frustrating it is for members of the public to participate in this process, repeat their demands again and again, and yet they don't see the changes they want. Ayiko into emnand empilwenia meng chablisa gisuga langi e parliament engio tuli kalozam gifitu guti e aguko nokodwa ogzwagala kuabona agelaba enichabasbal tinasfundi lasiza zinalezi zindozo internet abagaze bafik. Bengagazi 
ngifunuke sibedlela ngifike ethawini ngiphinde ngiye sibedlela ngikhiphu 20 rand okusho ukuthi mina ngino 80 rand engukhiphayo nje ngikungekho ngisho ilokuzikota le engizo yihle sibedlela sengilambile kungekho lutho nasekhaya ngishiye kungekho lutho okwesibili thina ugesi namanzi siyakukhokhela asinakho okwamahala asinakho kwamahala konke sikwenzayo sikwenza ngemali akukho nje esithithina ke asijablise sifisa ukuthi nathi ke sikhulume naye phela uminister loyo ugodongwana angenzi njengombowenu owasithembisa ukuthi uzakuthini uzolalela ikhalo zethu egcinelwa hamba amasolokohle ebheke Cape Town sahlalisa into lonke silindile ukuthi uyabuya Honorable members, in our last presentation, we made simple actions the National Treasury could implement to consult the poor majority when devising the budget. This included a free hotline for people to submit public comments on the budget, or at the very least, provide a cell number people could send their public comment to using Please Call Me, SMS, or WhatsApp. Treasury released a media statement outlining how the public can use Facebook and Twitter hashtags to submit budget tips. But Mom Kiza at the corner, who sells tomatoes to support her family, does not know what a hashtag is. The budget tips webpage reinforces inequality by making public participation inaccessible to the poor. We call on this committee to demand that Treasury outlines a concrete plan to make participation in the budget accessible to the marginalized majority. Before the budget, the budget we delivered over 5,000 signatures of people in support of increasing the sugary drinks tax and indicated clearly that each signature must be treated as a budget tip. We also sent over 200 budget tips to Treasury, some on Twitter using the tips for men for filming hashtag. All these tips were from members of the public. However, Treasury has reported receiving only 300 budget tips. Treasury must explain what it is they consider a budget tip, how those influenced the tabled budget, why they ignored simple recommendations, such as setting up a toll-free line for people to use for comments, and what it is they are doing to improve accessibility for members of the public to send through their budget tips. But in order for public participation to work, Treasury's leadership needs to be open to public input. However, comments by senior leaders in National Treasury suggest they aren't interested in what the poor have to say and that they have already made up their minds and will do everything that can, they can do to uh, pursue austerity. President Ramaphosa stated in his sonar that we will, not, we will leave no one behind and we will have a national discussion to decide what support will be provided after the 350 grant ends in March 23 and how this would be financed. Yet Minister, Minister Godongwana seems to have already decided on behalf of the nation. When asked about a potential time frame for implementing basic income, he stated not in the next two years. We collected public comments from people who could not participate in Treasury's budget tips and we tweeted these comments from our account. However, Treasury Director General Dondo Mohajan was clearly not interested in the views of those who rely on the 350. After the budget speech, he stated that... The social relief of distress, for instance, I would have taken the 40 billion rand and 44 billion rand that I'm giving towards social relief of distress and do more on the infrastructure side, do more on other... Uh, in, you can call it incentives, for instance, if you want to expand that. Because it's through those that government can partner with business and business can create more jobs. 
This honorable members is a problem. As we all know, the 350 grant is a lifeline to many households in this country. Never mind the fact that it is not enough and the fact that civil society has called for it to be increased, to be expanded and kept until it is tending to basic income. While DJ Mohajan may claim this is just his personal opinion, he is using his position of power to drown out the voices of the, of the poor. Having a treasury official speaking like this in public about an important budget allocation to extend the 350 grant feeds into the elite that grants create dependency. This statement is very dangerous, especially when he cannot promise or guarantee the creation of jobs by 1 April 2022 for the nearly 10 million people who rely on the 350 to survive barely. He is feeding the mentality that people just want grants and don't want to work. The 350 is much more important than many people realize. Been a message in support of extending the 350. Once petition signer said, please hear our cry. We are unemployed. The banks won't give us capital to start a business. This money will help us start our own businesses and take care of our children and invest for their future. We urge this committee to hold National Treasury to account and demand senior leaders cease making public statements that undermine public participation and accountability. Treasury must listen to everyone, especially the marginalized and not just the rich and industry lobby groups. The 2022 budget was written as if National Treasury's approach to public participation is one rent equals one vote. The views of a billionaire are no more valuable than the views of 350 grant recipients. Honorable members, beyond the budget participation process, what Treasury does not seem to understand is that there is mass public support for implementing basic income now. It saddens us that we are here once again with the same pleas and demands. Many of you are familiar with us in the videos of the Gogos, and even they are getting tired of the repetition. The Gogos have been pleading with the government to increase their pensioners' grant to 2,500 and give them a 13th check in December. Was a respect. Sasa <laughs> 
ibingelela iphala isigungu sefinance singogogo njalo nje sihlala sikhala engabe kanti thina seyenzani ogogo engazathababalekile ngale ndlela esibona ngayo ukuthi babalekile ogogo njalo banikezwa uchatha sibe sithatha amakhaya siyimgogodla yemizi ngojabuluma ngabe lapho parliament kukhona abanogogo emakhaya nabo bethola lento esiyitholayo encane kangaka kodwa ke siyabonga kona akufani kodwa ke asikafiki la kufanele sifike khona i think it's a very good idea to increase the caregivers money especially the children because the children are the ones that they it's not their fault that they are the government must look after the children because they are the future of south africa government should have to increase the old age grant to 2500 the reason is the food or grocery is so expensive nobody can afford then we need money in order to Honourable members, we realise that some of the things we share will make some committee members feel a bit different, but as someone who has read through and listened to countless comments from the poor majority, we are sharing with you what people are saying. Yes, not one of you can individually solve the frustrations and demands we share today, but you are collectively responsible. So whether it is on this committee or in your respective political parties, there is always more that can be done to champion the issues and solutions that are being proposed to you. And as I conclude, we hereby demand, demand that you increase the 350 and extend it to include more people by allocating more funds, keeping it until it is turned into basic income, increasing the sugary drinks tax to 20%, and implementing a wealth tax. Thank you, Chair. Thank, uh, thank, thank you so much, Amanda Totmobi. Uh, oral members, we have had uh, presentations from Women on Farms projects and uh, from Amanda Dotmobi. So it's it's your turn. You have you have you have, you have had uh, their presentations. Peters, uh, shake your mom. Peters, ah, I haven't told you. Oh, <laughs> that's you. That's you. <laughs> no, no, Tell them to raise hands. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. We always feel like this, but I was just finishing my sentence that uh, uh, we've had the Women on Farms Project and Amanda Gottlieb and had their, their cries. So now uh, I'll be taking the, uh, the oral members just indicate who would like to speak? Let's go. The person shake your mom. Honorable Sheikh. Peters. Honorable Peters. Lenzana. Honorable Lenzana. Hey, did you hear me? Honorable Shonyana. No, I didn't hear you. Honorable Shonyana. Honorable Shonyana. Any other oral member? <coughs> Honourable members, I'm still waiting. Honourable Khale. 
any other honourable member? Can, 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 can we mute uh, honourable members not unless you are talking? There is a feed, there's a feedback. So we are mute, Chen. Put muted means not me. Um, Orabul Kaiso. Thank you, Orabul Kaiso. Any other role member? Okay. In in the absence, if there's any other role member, I know there's <clears throat> there's a, a, a challenge with connectivity today for some reason or the other. Uh, you know, honorable members, we, we do five minutes. Honorable uh, Sheikh, is your turn. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Chairperson, I will be shortly joining the Chief Whips meeting. I'm also at a police meeting at the same time while I'm on appropriation currently. So please accept my apologies. Uh, but first of all, allow me to thank uh, 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 both the organizations and, and, and uh members of society that have made some contributions. I want to start off with the issue of the women from farms. And I must agree with you. I have personally visited many of these farms, particularly in the Western Cape. And Chairperson, let me tell you, even the police, no matter how much these people report these matters to the police, the police are very reluctant to want to assist them. We've had many cases where if the one way of forcing them out of the farms is to disconnect the electricity, disconnect their water, even though they, some of them have been paying for prepaid electricity. It's a norm on the farms. But, Chairperson, there is another side to this, and I perhaps believe that I might have a solution to the problem, uh, and I'd like to know what is the view from, from, from women from farms. Now, Farm owners are having a difficulty to be able to continuously keep people on the farm after they've retired or deceased, uh, having family members still staying on there. And I thought maybe what should happen in terms of beneficiation, should the farm owners not work with the municipality in the area where they are located? The responsibility of the municipality is to provide a fully serviced site with water sanitation to the site. The farm owner pays a monthly amount to the municipality from the time this person is, is recruited or starts work there. So that when they go into retirement or they leave, the minister and they go into this waiting list database of the municipality chairperson. So when they go in, when, when they retire, then it means the municipality who have been paid by the farm owner who's providing the service site, that's the municipality, these people will be able to move from the farms onto the land. So I would like to know what is your comment on something of that nature, because what farm owners are saying, that if they continuously keep people on the farm, they'll have more people living on the farm than being able to farm itself. Now, that does not give them the right to abuse the human rights of our people, uh, uh, particularly those that, and, and remember, farm owners, uh, farm workers are very vulnerable society. They don't earn a lot of money. They know nothing else but farm life. Many of them don't even have the opportunity of getting proper education and things. So I'd like to know from that perspective what you think. And uh, Chairperson, maybe as a committee where we need to intervene when it comes to these farm workers and they're not getting any satisfaction from the law authorities. 
Now, let me tell you something else that I've established, Jefferson. There is no legal representation for these people to be able to protect them. They go to legal aid, they're not interested. Promise you. So maybe what we need to look at something where people that are vulnerable of this nature can get some legal representation because otherwise farm owners who, and businesses, of course, who have the means and the resources, they walk all over these people and these poor vulnerable people can do very little or nothing about it. Now, I know we talk about, you know, taking away 1% from the rich and giving the poor. I'm not necessarily going to agree with that. Right now, there's only about 13%, I think, of the people in this country pay taxes. Of that, lots of people are even taxpayers are leaving the country. So if we're going to burden those people that already are paying so much of taxes, they're going to leave in growth. That is not the solution. We need to create a conducive environment for people to become productive. A very small percentage of the country is productive at the moment. And, you know, we talk about 350 rand grant. Would you agree with me if I say that 350 rand grant, which was worth 350 rand a year ago when we introduced it, is today not even worth 100 rand based on price increases on all these products? Now, do you think it is sustainable to be able to continuously increase the number of recipients of social assistance? Or do you think we should be able to create a more productive society? That's as far as the first thing. Uh, now, I think some of them are intellectual in, 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 in any case. Now, I, I must also agree on the issue of public participation. Chairman, I've raised this many a time. Only the privileged are able to go into this public participation process. The poor and the vulnerable, they either don't know what's going on, they never find out. The laws are passed, they know nothing, they're not possible. And then you have institutions who want to push their mandate, will bring those people that they want to bring to push those mandates. So it doesn't benefit the most vulnerable and the uh, uh, poorest of the poor. Let me stop there for now, Chairperson. Thank you. And please accept my apology, Chairperson. I may have to join the Chief of Chief. Thank you, Honorable uh, uh, Sheikh. Honorable Peters, please come in. Thank you very much, Chairperson. I, 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 I want to thank uh, Amanda Dodmobi. Is it Amanda Dodmobi or Amanda Dodmobi? Amanda Dodmobi. Amanda. Yeah, Amanda Dodmobi for their presentation. And also thank Boko and... Uh, the lady, I don't, I didn't get her name. Uh, the first one to speak from the the, the rural uh, or women on farms. What was Karama, his? Kara McKay from Ma women. McKay. McKay, yes. Okay. Yes, and 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 thank all of them for 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 for, for this participation. And uh, I, my 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 first question is. Have Amanda Dodmobi ever made the, 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 the participants in their surveys aware that there is something in this country called a parliamentary constituency officers so that uh, they don't just wait for public hearings of this committee and the finance committee and social development, but also engage the 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 the, 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 what is it called, the MP nearest to them. That would then create a relationship between the MP 
and the Gogos or the women in the rural areas or whoever has got an issue that needs to be attended to because these parliamentary constituency offices are, are there for that. Incidentally, Honorable Sheikh Imam, in the parliamentary latest survey, I raised that issue about public participation that the, the parliament uh, uh, needs to create a space for everybody to participate in the public uh, 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 hearings, to participate when it is necessary for them so that you don't have a situation that uh, people have to only uh, uh, be those who have resources to can be able to participate in these public hearings. Coming to what uh, uh, Ms. Fortin raised, Chairperson, a lot of the issues, and I think the length of time it takes for her to, to get to the various uh, points of, of, of engagement, like, for example, the issues that she's raising that are related to her labor uh, 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 issues, like having been a laborer on the farm, the Department of Labor, the Department of Agriculture and Land Reform, needs to resolve that particular issue. But also, I want to know whether she has ever engaged the, the Department of Justice through uh, the legal aid office so that she can then be given the necessary resources and legal uh, assistance to be able to drive her case. And, and I have heard her say, hello, so that Halamut unhome and that is belangrijk. president and the minister van grond and and agriculture here gemeenschappen, here individuals, grond. Dat mensen wat plaatsen gegeven, een volledige plaats met een plaatshuis, wat hulle hier van die regering af. So dit wil sê, daar is manieren om hulp te kry. So mevrouw McKay, wil u sê, u en u drie kinders, julle moet nie so leven nie, daar in vrees nie. Die regering het maniere om vir u hulle te help. Ja, maar die organisations soos Amanda.mobi moet julle die richting gee hoe om die hulp te kan kry. Want dit is matlik om die hulp te kry. Want ek voel vandag wees hartseer om te hoor dat u in vrees lewe omdat julle nog op die boerse plaas bleef. En wat meneer die Honorable Sheikh gesê is waar. Ons moet die manier sien hoe die municipaliteit wat langs aan julle is, kan help om vir julle grond te gee, laat die department van behuising vir julle een huis moet bouw met water en elektriciteit. En ek wil sê, let me now speak to the committee members. I think as this committee, we need to engage the department of human settlement about the suggestion that Honorable Sheikh has made with regard to how we can get the nearest municipalities to work with the farmers so that the farm laborers can have access to land to build their, their, their houses whilst they are working 
on on the farmland. The fact that you were born on a farm doesn't mean that you 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 must stay and live and bring up bring up even your grandchildren on the farm. There is a farmer in the Northern Cape, the the, the owner of Velde Clavers, who once came with a suggestion in Watley West, uh, which is the Katong municipality, to say if the farm laborers can apply for the, the, the human settlement subsidy, he can put an additional 10,000 as a subsidy for housing so that the unit can be a better unit. Those are some of the farmers that we need to work with to be able to make sure that there is security of tenure. Security of tenure does not necessarily only mean living on the farm where you work. It is almost meaning that if you have a domestic worker, for example, Amanda Dotmobi, who lives in, in, in the, uh, 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 the granny quarters in the yard, when she retires, she must continue living there with her children and grandchildren. This is untenable. It's overcrowding. So I think it is important for Amanda Dotmobi to also be the source for information for our communities to be able to access the services that are available. With regard to the grant for pregnant women, I think I think that one, Manga uh, Mobi uh, needs to probably uh, take it through the channels of this uh, BIG uh, 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 consultative forum that needs to, 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 to be looked at. But I really appreciate the input from the governors when they say that they appreciate the increase of 90 rand and which will later increase by, 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 by 10 rand in October, but that they believe it is not enough. And I think when we met uh, them at a uh, uh, Max building, Chaperson, uh, they did raise uh, this particular uh, issue we did engage them again with this particular issue. Unfortunately, because we know that our governors are, are, are burdened with uh, children and, and grandchildren, they, 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 they really need the, 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 the money. But I still re- repeat what I said that time, Jefferson, that the Department of Social Development and SASA should do what the Minister of the then Minister of Social Development at the time, uh, uh, Dr. Zola Sweya said, when he said that the child support grant is not for the mother, but for the child. So it must track the child. It must go where the child is. So this money, uh, uh, Bukok, if Ukukona Umdana Ukshie Nengan Yena Uhamba Echautini Naboma Etequini Uhamba, Coco, 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 Cape Town, Necranti Amdana, Enzinuele, Anzi Amazip, Umchele Uzoya Pusasa, Ogotile Mali, Ibuya Puye, Ie Puye as Ugo. So that Ukwas Ukwanga Umtan, Unga on Zumtan and Yelemaji, Mlemali, a government Ignigas Hotinawa, Ustekele, cold drink, inaminate in Nama Sweet. But you're not. See, I understand that what you see more economy. See, I couldn't sell a zone cable So, see, finally, see, bonuti, see, 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 no, no minister of finance. And I want to apologize for the minister of finance, the former minister of finance. Yes, sometimes 
Ungabiza bantu utibaze emitining e office ni yako e union building. U minister finance arakali union building une office ni yako. Afiku, iti manitini afiga. Utolukuti, uputumile, ubiziwe ngu president. For yenye into e e e e e e e e minister of finance. And kulumele mara. Those things do happen. But I want to say to um, uh, uh, Mobi.com, the appointment with the Minister of Finance must first be confirmed and the venue before you then put the people on the train or on the bus or on the flight to go to where the minister said they will meet them. But also, because Abu Gobo Abapangi, you must get a commitment from o o o minister ukuthi uzonceda abogogo ngemali ye transport but i would advise you that if it is a, a, this gogos forum pensioners forum if it is a a, a a national body it will make it easy for 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 for, for the minister also because he will know that he will be meeting a representative body of all the 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 goggles in the country, I know that you say you pick up uh, uh, the information through the researchers, but every time we meet, the the people who speak to us are only from Peter Marisbeck. So it is important that nivule nivule le abaye nabo. Peter Marisbeck, yes, kunabo gogo baba kubo sweet waters, kunabo gogo papo kambo makuruman, kunabo gogo papo bo lekerseng inamakwalen. Kunabu gogo pa e e deep slot eso e e e e e khaupin abu mamelod iso yenza kuti sibona usebenzi waka umobi dot com ubona kaelo kuti ukavarisha the whole country but boko diatela niti nikokela amans nikokela u u u guess ni finally ni apply ko maspala for indigent status abu gogo nomkul Malikeli niba bini envini na mazuguluan. Ni a qualifier for free basic electricity, ne free eh, 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 water. O government, uknigeza amanzi mahala, aman electricity mahal. Uma ali uti kuyadura kwenzani. Makudure because usebenzi sile too much. Because abazuguluan na abantuana basala now. Thank you, uh, Honorable Peters. Honorable uh, Lenzana, please come in. Uh, thank you, Chairperson, and uh, good morning uh, to you, Chairperson, and uh, colleagues, members of the public, uh, and uh, the two presenters. Uh, Chairperson, allow me to do as yesterday uh, that uh, I switch off my video. There's this blurring thing, which I don't know uh, what is it. Maybe it's light. Uh, Chairperson, uh, let me let me begin by welcoming the two presentations and uh, start uh, with. Uh, the the, the the farm the farm dwellers. Uh, I I want to echo the sentiments that uh, we have to link up with the Department of Human Settlement and see what is it that we can do 
And I think I think the department once uh, briefed about these challenges will surely, as 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 uh, Honorable Peters and uh, Sheikh Man were saying, do something jointly with municipalities and those willing farmers. Chair on Amanda Dot uh, Yes, I think this is the third if not fourth presentation that they are making to us. I'm not sure. I think it's a third. Uh, and uh, correctly so, uh, we haven't uh, been seen to be moving. But constantly we have been advising Abokoko on what to do. Because... Uh, we do have a feeling uh, for for their pains, particularly living at that uh, level. Okay, I I have I I asked this before, but now I want to put it the other way around. Same question which I asked last time, Amanda Dotmobi. Do you have what I call a per person expenditure? for the cocos, uh, where, where you would be able to say to us, in your database, you have got 300 cocos, and uh, each of these cocos, in terms of receipt uh, of whatever from government, not only in terms of uh, uh, cash incentives, but a wholesale kind of incentives that Obakokos are receiving, including where they would be having indigent incentives, uh, uh, like honorable people are saying, free water, free electricity, where they would be having free access to the healthcare workers, a Abono Makaya who would go visit, do washing for them and all because of their age and uh, the conditions of uh, their health, uh, free medication and all that. Uh, Abu Koko are saying they have to travel uh, now. Also, uh, there would be some uh, indigent arrangement, particularly at a local municipality level where there would be subsidized transport for them, particularly if there are buses and all. So, so I'm, I'm saying, if Chairperson uh, Amanda Dotmopi could get that for us, because look, Chairperson, it was only last year where we were raising what Honorable Tipo is saying, that what becomes unfortunate is that Abokoko would begin to spend their money outside the needs outside the budgeted framework which government has for them, taking care of other people, correctly so, because so you can't uh, just look at the but there is now this hundred and fifty, uh, which is now a taking care of these young unemployed. I, I, I see that uh, once more, amanda.com 
is crying that whatever that is there as a grant should have raised. Uh, but then let me pass. On the expenditure uh, cuts or budget cuts from the departments which relate to uh, the welfare-related departments, your education uh, or the social cluster departments, your education, your health, and all. I just want to check with Amanda.com if uh, have they done a, an expenditure trend analysis per department, as they are saying, so, so as to come and say to us, here are these budget cuts, but the money which was allocated to these departments was spent and it was finished and uh, now you cut it. Or is it because cuts are as a result of a, a question of the particular departments not able to spend? Then the last question for me, Chairperson, would be to both uh, presenters. What is uh, your view on a developmental state versus a welfare state? Currently, South Africa is striving to be a developmental state, talking economic renewal and transformation and all. But if you look at the demands which South Africans have relate to building a South Africa, which is a welfare state, what is their view on this? Thanks, Chairperson. Uh, thank you, Orum Lenzana. Orumushonyana, please come in. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Chairperson, first and foremost, we'd like to take this opportunity to thank the presentation. Um, they were very touching presentations, both of them. Um, and we would like to thank the organizations for taking their time to actually present to us as members of parliament. Uh, Chairperson, you know, on the issue of the, uh, the farm workers, um, you know, we've always said it as the EFF, and not to bring politics into it, but we've always said it that the issue of land is one of the most critical and important issues in South Africa, because without land, literally our people will forever be subjected to what we had today, where when you are just evicted and you do not know where you're supposed to go with three children. The land expropriation without compensation for equal distribution in use must happen in this country in order for us to be able to give land to our people. What have happened to Ms. McKay was not right. And obviously you are not going to rely to those policemen of Cape Town, Shen, because I was. Those ones, they think they are living in another country within our country. They will never serve and protect. They only serve and protect the rich there in Stellenbosch. They only serve and protect our own people. So it is very important that the issue of the land be resolved because I don't see any other way the situation is going to be resolved because you, you either have those who have and those who have not. And those who have will forever treat those who do not have in a manner that they are treating them as uh, we have had today. 
So the issue of giving land to our people must be prioritized. And then as for uh, the Amanda dot mob, you know, check. They've raised a very important issue. And that is that South Africans want to work. Most South Africans, Chairperson, want to work. But there are just no jobs in this country. And then there's no jobs in this country. And then we expect people to live on 350. 350, Chair. With everything so expensive as it is. We expect people to survive on 350. We all know 350 is not enough. We, we all know, we all know it, that 350 is just not enough for the people of this country. So the issues of um, having a proper commander-in-chief in this country, who's going to understand the dynamics of this country, who's going to understand that South Africans need to work. Maybe we must begin to look at it. South Africans need to look at it because it's obvious that the government that we have today do not really, really care about making sure that people go back to work. Our fiscal does not speak to how are we going to turn our economy around and make sure that we get as many South Africans to go back to work. And that's the fact of the matter. Now, on the issue of the, um, the, the Minister of Finance, um, who promised a meeting with the Gokos, it's a very sad thing to hear. Because, um, I mean, uh, the Honorable Titon Boeni was supposed to meet our... That's what we do. We're members of parliament. Our job is to always go and meet the people. Check, check. That's what we do. We must go listen to our people so that we come back and, and better the policies or better what we're supposed to, the laws, in order to make sure that our people have a better life. <laughs> so I think as this committee, uh, Chair, I know it was done by the predecessor, but um, we must communicate with the minister to honor that invitation, to honor that meeting, because um, if honestly we cannot honor our own elderly people, what are we doing? So we must make sure that the minister does meet the elderly cocos. Uh, uh, and then furthermore, uh, Jay, I just want to, you know, as much as we put this very easy to say, those Gokos, as other members have said, should just uh, go and register as indigents. There is a lot of information which is very difficult to get. And if maybe government was working in the manner that it's supposed to be working, we would have had the minister meeting the Gokos. At the same time, council would have been there to make sure that they register all those Gokos as indigents households. But there is no synergy in our government. That is why we can just stand here today and say, tell Amanda.Mobi to tell the Gokos that they must go and register when we all know how difficult some of these processes are. You heard today Goko explaining that she needs to spend almost 80 rand to go to a clinic. No one is even asking how far is the municipality offices from those ladies. Why, as, as we have powers chair, are we not saying, let them come together and force them as parlor to actually come? Because you already have a situation where the Gokos of Peter Marisbeck have, have put themselves together as pensioners. It's easier to get them there and then we're able then to register them as indigenous. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, you know, Chair, really, you know, this presentation is upsetting because you sit here and then you realize that our people are suffering 27 years of democracy and we still having people suffering the way that they're suffering. I thank you very much. Thank you, Honorable Shanyana. Honorable Dihale. Good morning. Uh, thank you very much, Chairperson, and good morning to everybody. Uh, let me join my colleagues in thanking the two presenters and also to thank the, the Gogos who took their time and come and, and, and be with us in this committee this morning. We have heard their cries. Chairperson, uh, I want to, to say uh, members have touched important issues on both presentations. But allow me, Chairperson, to, to say to, to Mrs. McKay that uh, we, we have had, and the, 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 the important point that touched me this morning is on the education of the children. Because if the children cannot get their educations, truly speaking, when they grow up, who would have not solved the issue of police station, uh, being pet because of crime, uh, we would not have solved the issue of us crying about the, 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 the basic income grant that is not enough for us. We would not have, have solved uh, the issue of the goggles that when they grow old, old, if they are not working, they will continue to suffer like they are suffering now. Uh, then I, I, I was going to, to say, as this committee, let's make sure that we engage with the Department of Education so that they, they make sure that in, the, in whatever they are doing, they give a, a preference to, to our, our farm dollars so that their children can get enough education or education that all of our children are getting, those who are not staying in the in the farm uh, farm farm areas members have touched on the issue of land i really concur with what they have said without land there's nothing that uh, our mother can do and then to 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 the, the amanda dot movie we I, I really want to say we 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 were with them as uh, honorable uh, zola has touched on it we try to say many things whereby at the end of the presentation, I, I heard the, 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 the lady was not satisfied. But then now today, I just want to say to them, we appreciate that they're taking care of our goggles, but also request them that uh, they should at least try. Well, it's, it's hard and it's heavy for them and it will be heavy. But if they can try and 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 try and organize the goggles in such a way that they, they have, they formulate a project whereby uh, uh, Amanda Dodmobi will contact the Department of Social Development. In, in my province, I, I've seen it working. Uh, the, the goggles are getting help. And those who are still not that old enough, they are even entrepreneurs as we speak because they have been funded and they, they are trying to, to sell whatever they produce. So my request to Amanda Dudmovi is that if they can try and do that, and even a, a, a lottery is also funding those projects. 
well, it's hard work, but it's something rather than to 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 look at the social ground that they're getting every day, every month, and which is not enough for them. We know that, uh, uh, especially that uh, our 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 kids are now receiving social grant. If people are not working, they will keep on saying, "If I have two children, uh, a social grant for two children can assist the family from this point to this point." And if it's not going to work, they will think of having another two. So on it addition of those children, or if you continue to have the, those children, then the, 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 the problems does not, you know, the challenges that they, they are facing does not uh, come to an end. Actually, they, they will grow. So we are, I'm just worried that the presentation is, is, is really touching, as Konyana has just raised it. But we, we need to also, if we are saying we are available, to help the, 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 the other people. Let's try by all means to make sure that we touch uh, in all the areas whereby we can get help. My worry chairperson again is the children who are not, you know, enjoying uh, 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 listening to their education or attending to their education because of transport, because of this and this. Well, with the clinics, with the issue of health, uh, I'll, 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 I'll always quote what is happening in my province. Uh, we have mobile clinics that is assisting uh, uh, people who are staying far from the clinic. Maybe if this can also be considered so that those who, are, who, who go to the main clinic does not experience these difficulties whereby uh, the clinics will be overcrowded. The mobile clinics can can also assist. Maybe this must also be taken into consideration, and and also will then end up assisting uh, these people. Chairperson, indeed, this was not a pleasing uh, presentation. We had it last. It was difficult to to think about it. Even today, it's still continuing. But please, uh, Amanda, do maybe try your best to assist these people as you are trying to, to uh, check with the government or, or giving the government pressure. Also try your best. God will bless you at the end of the day. Thank you, Chen. Thank you, Honorable Tehale. Honorable Kaiso, please come in. Yes, thank you very much, uh, Honorable Chair and uh, <coughs> members on the platform. And greetings to... <coughs> Abokoko and uh, Mobi.com and uh, uh, women uh, on farms. <coughs> the, I don't want to repeat what we said last. Uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, Yes. Okay. So, uh, thank you very much, uh, Honourable Chair. So, I'm saying here uh, we've we've uh, heard these views. Uh, perhaps it is for us as a committee to maybe to measure the uh, you know the outcome of this engagement uh, quite properly to see 
to what an extent uh, do we find uh, some of the issues which have, have been raised, uh, you know, repeatedly uh, to be, you know, uh, picked up well through the system. <clears throat> uh, because the, the issues that uh, have been raised by Abu Koko, uh, and uh, they have said it before. So uh, I don't want to take out the issues of uh, uh, poverty and other struggles uh, to make a, a, a living out of the broader picture, economic picture of inequality and poverty. Uh, because to address inequality and poverty, it's a, it needs it's a wide range of uh, you know, elements that should be recognized or to come in. Uh, because now the lack of land, for instance, is part of it that could uh, exacerbate the issue of poverty and uh, inequality. And it breeds a number of you know, strifes itself, just the lack of land. Uh, inequality. There's a lot of economic pressure on the poor uh, because of lack of access to land. And, and the way the women on farms have explained as exactly what is as a consequence of lack of farm. Therefore, the faster we, we, we frustrate the issue of land expropriation without compensation, uh, uh, in the long term to address this issue, uh, the better. So now, so because there's, a, there's also the issue of no, no, a lot of families being out of employment and jobs, and as a result, are unable to contribute economically to the family or household. And this has a, a serious impact uh, to the entire household. So therefore, then a lot of pressure comes into the Abu Koko Bafmani pressure in each Bafanagiri So that is the biggest problem that they actually say. The message is, is that they are struggling, yet another, there is another complication that there is a level of unemployment and inequality which adds a burden on already the struggle that they are facing as, as old age and, 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 and their children. So also, Chair, I don't know what is the role of the, the Human Rights Commission when it comes to eviction. Perhaps the Human Rights Commission has to play, you know, a, a, a fair role in as far as, you know, uh, coming in there in as far as uh, unlawful evictions are, are happening at, the, at that scale all over our farms uh, in the country. So, so there has to be a stop into the issue of uh, uh, illegal evictions. And the government also has to do some, you know, uh, uh, challenge, has to challenge these co uh, evictions at the court level. So I don't know what is the success rate on this because it does seem to be we are having a challenge in as far as you know uh, stopping this even at the level of a court uh, such that now there are no farm evictions that are taking place, especially which then disadvantage the poor. 
Now, I, I think one wants to agree with uh, Amanda Toby around the issue of having to uh, fine tune the level of communication, especially when it comes to you know the uh, budget, where maximum participation of the public will also be increased, especially around the issue of you know uh, budget tips, etc. Uh, because in as far as uh, Amanda put more, the only 300 people are able to participate. Oh, sorry, Chair. I don't know what happened. I, was, I pressed the wrong button. So I'm saying that uh, there has to be a fine tuning of the communication with the public uh, in a way uh, such that now there's much contribution or inputs during uh, or before the budget, such that members of the public also find their way to 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 to, to write very easily and make their contribution. Uh, uh, but also agreeing with what Honorable Dipoe said that the constituency officers are there. If they need to make input, they can make use those constituency offices. Uh, made their contributions known in as far as budget is concerned. They are, they are there all over nine provinces. So, uh, so they can be able to, 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 to get, help, get hold of those offices. Now, I, I think we do have structures there at the, at the level of you know, uh, wards, like you know, ward committees and, uh, and other rudimentary structures on the ground that, are, that, are, that we use. So uh, I, I'm referring to issues such as now transport for the elderly and other needs of the community at the level of community. So if we have very functional uh, work committees and then other mentor structures being operative on the ground, uh, travel and transport because the data shall have been compiled uh, what committees will be knowing the needs of the committees and, and such information is forwarded to relevant authorities. Uh, uh, so the issue of health, uh, uh, maybe there's something that has to be looked into because I know that uh, in as far as the primary health care is concerned, uh, the, there is a way that now oh, Amanda Badala, they have been assisted to, you know, to get their treatment very easily. Uh, I don't know uh, uh, in, in some provinces, but there are uh, some measures which have been put in such a way that now treatment is brought nearer to people where they can, for instance, uh, fetch their chronic treatment. So it, it, it has to be looked into such that now Abogogo, they are being assisted to to get their treatment and, and you know, uh, and even their their pensions. So there are systems which have been put forward, but it depends now how do our people then understand or uh, gain access to such uh, you know systems which have been put in place, such that now they do not struggle to face their pension and whatever uh, at their closest uh, areas. <clears throat> so. Now, uh, including the, 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 the challenges that we might be facing of, you know, a closing of po uh, po uh, 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 postal uh, post offices. 
So it, it, it might bring a challenge <coughs> for Aboko. But there, in short, Honorable uh, Chair, what I'm trying to say is that the issue of you know the struggle that Abandabadala they are facing as pensioners, it should not be divorced from the broader struggle of you know uh, uh, poverty and unemployment and inequality. We, we should not divorce it from uh, from that uh, context because it will dilute uh, what we want to achieve at the end of the day. So it needs to be recognized that these struggles that also they are facing, it is within the context of the current, you know, uh, uh, economic uh, 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 challenges that we, we are facing, and, and 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 the level of unemployment and poverty that our people are facing. So I think the lastly, perhaps there has to be a an engagement uh, uh, at another platform uh, with the ministry around uh, some of the issues here and see uh, and get an understanding. Uh, perhaps there might be other reasons that uh, communication uh, coming from outside public, how it is being responded to by the office, it's very important. So the office would always need to be, you know, seen to be of assistance to even to members of the public where it's necessary. Uh, because then people decide to choose to communicate this way and that way. But then there has to be at least a response that seeks to say, yes, I've heard you. And this is what I think about what you are suggesting or ask me to do uh, as a minister. So that will be my input here. And then and, and lastly, I wonder, uh, mobi.com, uh, 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 amanda.mobi, I'm sorry. Uh, there is a struggle for, or there is a challenge in as far as financial institutions are concerned to can be able to supply even uh, uh, pensioners or even a smaller business or, or or informal business. So financial institutions actually have a particular attitude uh, uh, because they are looking only at the level where they can raise maximum profit without taking into consideration the, the, the situation of the poor people on the ground that they may not be able to have you know, uh, uh, resources to can uh, put them there to say this is a guarantee for me, borrow me money, I'm, 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 I, I do not have a stable job, I'm doing informal uh, a job so that I can get a living. So financial institution needs a lot of transformation of which I, ho I hope Amanda Tutmobi will uh, engage in that struggle to assist us to, to transform the financial institution. Thank you very much, Ronaldo. Thank you, uh, Honorable Kaiso. Just to check before I proceed, uh, Honorable Sheikh, do you have anything to add? Honorable Peters? Honorable Lenzana? No, I'm fine. Uh, Honorable Shonyana? No, Chairperson, I'm okay, thank you. Thank you. Honorable Tehale, anything to add? Maybe just to, to say, Chairperson, on, on the issue of 
Amanda, that maybe if they are ready to assist the the the, the Gogos on the project, they will also be remunerated as they fund the project. They fund they they even uh, allocate for the person who is running the project. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Kaiso. Anything? Honorable Kaiso. No, I'm covered, Chair. Okay, thank, thank you. Um, let, let, let me join uh, the honorable members uh, in welcoming the, presentation, uh, the, the, the presentations from both Women on Farms projects and from Amanda.mobi. Um, <clears throat> and there's no doubt that the issues that are being raised uh, are, are very important uh, to, our, to our people. <clears throat> Um, I think I'll start by saying that uh, um, Amanda Dotmob would be the first to agree with us that their coming here uh, to the committee has not been in vain. Uh, the extension of the 350 grant, uh, which is it's one of the things that they were really pushing for, um, um, <clears throat> Parliament took it up with the executive Unfortunately, executive also agreed to extend the grant, and the um, the 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 minister uh, of finance has also said that uh, there is a process of re-looking re at all the grants to make sure that the grants that once the grants are, are given out, they are efficient and they better serve uh, the purpose. Because as you know, that uh, in the system there are so many grants, so it's also very important to make sure that. We get the maximum impact from those grants, uh, including uh, the uh, the investigation of the basic in, 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 in income grant. And also, just to 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 add um, that uh, it's also very important that these things should not be looked in isolation. Um, I heard uh, Amanda Dotmobi saying that the budget is anti-poor and so on. That's, that's their views. But I'd just like to, to throw in one thing that about 60% of this budget goes to what we call social, social wage, uh, which, which, which means that it goes to education so that they're free, amongst others, they're free, uh, free fees uh, uh, as, as, as schools that uh, our children, when they go to school, they, 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 they get food and to make sure that there's also grant for the for the, for the for the young ones to make sure that the people for instance have got access to free medical uh, uh, attendance and so on so all this is contained in the in in the uh, uh, social wage you can say it's about it's about it's about 60 percent so uh, the whether we're looking at the grants for Abogoko or for the uh, 350 rand grant these things should not be looked in, in, in isolation. I think Honorable uh, uh, Tipuo and uh, uh, other honorable members, Honorable and Lenzana, they also spoke about the, the indigence. And I, I, I think I'll take the point raised by Honorable Shonyana that uh, there should not be just be automatic, the question of, of indigence, because people must register to that. Uh, um, amongst other people, which I know that are people, they know if you go to any other place, um, uh, people will tell you, 
So ama kancela kujita azabe kona nzele konti abe setu zani na bandu. Uguzelezi nki azabandu bagu azuguti bae sisi. Baba sisi. Indaba ya bandu ufututa bagu azu. Uguti bagu tol batenga ukeesi batenga manzi. Laba ngisidungo tuwa kuna ama indigens. Ama kancela nito kufunele bae nzile ubasisa wapela ama indigens. Abandu who register them who must pay. So we said in Zawa, we cancel all the tuzanus. Bagua zabantu, abanga kono kutba patarele lezindo. Bagua zutiba stolo ngoba. Masimla le 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 committee se se ekipa i budget yoguti ena itile na ma indigents. Kota kubalegi lutu ubekona oshwe ndalo bantu la baba njoba jini kono oshwe ni oshwe ni la bantu abagua zutiba tole impatient. So naranja loge la nakfanya ba pata ba lokuzan ba paliswe pants. Enda makanze leona setu zaane na bantu kuzibagu wazu kubapali pants. Kuzibanga fututo koko ni majana ya bogo nze baspege ngayo. Sile kubega futu batengu kiesi batengu na manzi. So kubalegi le kutama kanze le. Enda wangu wazu kutu ansizi juti ni palise. Unje ni palise. Kuzibagu wazu kutena ule muzi. Bagu wazu kubatole ukiesi na manzi. Angaka. Mtapege kubega ule ebishiwo ilunga shon pegi ili upitas indaba yoko siyabazi kaboko kuna makaranti lana kishwa yo e ingani koti ntesuge enzeke abanbatati ingani bazi tifu koko hoko babaleke nizmali joba shonje ilunga shon pegi eleyo upitas eti Kubalegi ile uguti ikranti iye nga nene. Umi nga nishala no koko, ikranti ayambi ye koko. Inga nigwa mina nishala ekuhuli, ngenze izi nteo zaamla ekuhuli. Leo kranti leo, iye nga hane aksiyo. So yiko koko bafika nisibe tosulula, lempeshe ni abe ngana ba itulayo. So niwa ne nga hane bateli nga nito zopko kwa nanani. Loko bu msebe nzwade kranti leo na uhulumena au kipayo inyanga ninyanga. Mfuna ukutezelela lwa kuti Boko huku hulumende mana nigerano Kuti nguazu kuti nanifage ugusha Eswin Nchala kona ni ipegeni Ninga itoli sena Nemde ndapo kutena sena ipegeni Nkane za bantabili Ogui bona batata ikrant Bahambi ba ushala gozinda Aglunga anga doku Hulumende le krant Uyenzela izgani Kufanele glungi suloko Nichele naboso Naboso nchalo Ifkune simu esinjalo Kona unina wengane Zogwa stabizu Ima leo tatu inigwe ingane Haigute ena inigwe yenu Benze izi Obonga fanele baze nzenga leo madi Yengane Mbaba asutayu kuko kukona Kodwage Mbaba sishilo nje Sizogwa asfuti Mbaba kubalegi iliguti Yonke imbono ilingane Mbaba eshilo Amanda kutu mwoputi Mbono ya bandu Magwenziwa Ipachet Ilinga anunga fitikona mbono Enga ono kune mingi Kota kubesege wa shoge Onarebulu Peters Uti Nizinye iskati wa fitutu kwenzega Nizinye eno minister Usebi ziwe kwenye ndawa Nanani Intengi ibona anja Amanda kutu mwoputi Uti na olenda buti Uzwe kutole no uti uminister U Oko kubaya hamba, basi makaze ni bakushinyeza mapasi na nani. Tina njenga madu nge parlamendi. Sia wazi tisui CA nda wenza boko oku. Kutu wa osilegu wa shiguti, ii amanda totbupu, si bonu katika kulu, ii pegela mkungunjo kwa kulu. Nangu tabanguti mchampi ze national voice so that 
Mankuluma nibe ne voice e yoto. Uma mshampe u ministers of finance otai nzo shanga nage na malu ngamelo koko bonke. Ako astabege lilo langetelin azo kuluma na boko oko. Bashangani isi mshampe no minister of social development na abe kona lap. No minister of human settlements na abe kona lap. Kota kubalegi ili kutukuye kona lentanganezo kwa kumele bonko oko oko. And we, we, we appreciate whatever initiative that we have taken, but uh, one says just perhaps to make work easier for everybody involved. It will even be nicer to speak on behalf of Bonka Mokoko so that no minister was uzo 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 babona barese ama issues abo alalele. Besebe amuzo agena o minister wapena uzo banela kita aluguti na nyanizo abokoko. Kota mfuna nandbo koko nazo una linkinga efana nale nale. Hoba minafane ngu minister fane ngwazo timpalanza lezi ito lezi eza shugeni. Kota wage siya fumila na nukutena sizo zama tina si de komit ngut si kulume nanaye umsonishu opata izmali nguti kukona lesi skweletu esa shia uzo wakabu wa hamba uti okoko bafu nukuluma nae. Koto angitindasina kare stato koko sbafage mapasini. Singe kosho mshampu minister ngazo mzweti hai nzoza mina. Babe kono koko na pababe wakona. Sikulu mege uze kubobone na abuti okoko. Abante sbatatela pezu nga kuru. Njongoba ibona inzalabandu. Angazo mkulu mbashia njano nchani mbona okoko. Nyatabauti no mkulu na bubane nkingi eifana ya koto wage inine na siti kwenza gala nilapu. Sile komiti tatale zama njalo, no masazu kutena baninga bandabaza agile komiti babe nkinga zabe eishu gili. Ugutena sisame kutu njalo maskulu mangu hulumini, ugutena indabaza bandabashala ema plazi, indabaza zo koko. Lezo zinto lezo squaz wutena nazo. Zinga big, zinga salili emuv. As the president says that nobody should be left behind. Wouldn't like the farm dwellers to be left behind. When the whole of South Africa says that we are free, only to find out they are living under the still very discriminatory and subhuman conditions wherever they are. So hulmeni sifuna wutena leo ndo leo. Ipegwe gube kona izinjela. I think with those uh, uh, comments from uh, from from my side, uh, I'll allow women on farms projects uh, to to start with their with their responses and their comments on on our comments and questions, and then after that, uh, I will request Amanda Dotmobi to come in uh, respond to some of the questions that we raised and perhaps make comments on our comments. Um, women on Farms projects, uh, uh, please come in. Uh, hello. Yes, uh, can, can hear you, please. Continue. Okay. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you very much for the comments that come, came through the Appropriations Committee and the, um, the feeling of care and support that we received. Thank you very much. In terms of the comments, I'm going to hand over to Louise. Um, she will first speak to the, the case. Um, um, Honorable Member Peters asked about the case and about legal aid. So she'll talk about that case and where it is at the moment in the process. She will also, she has approached the municipality to support her 
um, as one of the parallel strategies to deal with eviction. So she can report back directly on the service she received from the municipality. And she also wants to take a moment to speak to the issue of education and um, the importance of education in her family. And if that's okay, once she's done, I would then speak to the more broader policy or um, structural issues regarding the wealth tax as well as land. Um, so I hand over to Charmaine. She'll speak in Afrikaans and Ach Louise, sorry. And she'll speak in Afrikaans and then I will translate on behalf of her. Okay. Wat dit zaak gemaakt, het is aangegaan bij de politiestatie. Dat hebben we eens en meer gezien. Dat een speeder, CA Ulofier, zal die zaak oornemen. Maar hij is nog nooit teruggekomen naar mij toe in verband met die zaak. Hij was nog nooit een volledige zaak gehad, want hij was nog nooit voorgekomen. En elke keer dat ik naar die speeder toe ga, dan klopt ik zich jullie moet uitgeven. Dan blijft die speeder op verlof, of die speeder is weg, of hij is juist beschikbaar. Zo so, daar het nou niks eigenlijk van die zaak geworden, ik heb nog niks gehoord. Maar ik ga naar die periode, dus stille voor mij, dat ons moet, uh, ik en die boer, moet bij elkaar komen en dan moet ons een, uh, een, een vrede, een vrede gezelschap uh, met elkaar. Zo, so, in, in verband met mij, hij is. Ik leer mijn kennis wel graag weer school gaan, maar als graag zes in de school ik wil graag aan school lopen, maar met die gelden wat ons niet heeft, die ons die geld om mijn kennis weer te studeren. En dan nog reeds reep aan ons op die school, bij die is wel even meer. En ons kan ook die school van ze bekostigen. So, ons wil graag, ik wil graag in mijn kennis om verder te studeren, maar dan wil die aanklassen lopen. Maar als je die bevoeren, als je die waarders aan afwas met die uitzettingen. Zo, so, dat is wat, dat is dat, 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 dat mij zo zeer, maar mijn kennis wel verder gaan, maar dat kan niet. Als je die eigen leent, niet eerder van als je die eigen leent, het gaat om verder school te gaan. So, ik was bij Mr. Politics geweest en in verband met die uitzetting. Ik heb die brieven genomen en dan gezegd, dat kon mij niet helpen. Nou, helpen, ik heb die brieven gelezen, maar dat kon mij niet helpen omdat dat niet volledig datum is voor die uitzettingen. Voor die uitzettingen is ons als maar op de wegleest om te wachten in de municipaliteit. En voor ons die legal uit was het al vol keer, het al meer dan vijf keer weer die legal uit in verband met die uitzetting. Maar daar is nog niks gebeurd. Al wat er van ons kan gezegd, was moet kijken waar die familie lid is wat ons op bangel kan achter in de jaar zitten. En als we aan ons aangaan blijven, ons eet die families wat ons kan bangloos opzetten om achter een jaar te blijven. Zo, dat is wacht nog weer voor die laatste terugvoering wat ik gekregen heb, en die brief wat ik gekregen heb. Zo, ik is nog, ik werk samen met die legaliteit, maar ze zullen niet samen mee willen werken. We gaan niet maken, Mr. Politiek. Ik, ik is bereid om samen alle te werken, maar ik weet niet wel eens al, al een jaar met mijn terugvoering is hier met jou. Okay, so what she said is that Sarah, Sarah, yes, Sarah. yes, 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 sir. So before you 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 continue, I I just want to say that um, we we do have Miss Elizabeth Wiesel, which are the uh, days the the Parliament provided for interpretation. Okay. But see, you know, just just wait. 
But since there was a context to what you are going to say and the questions which were raised before, I think just continue to, to, to finish. But I just wanted to say that uh, that was taken care of. Uh, just continue and, uh, because you have the context, the questions and so on uh, with the interpretation for uh, for, for, for Ms. Ms. Louise Fontaine. Okay. So we can continue. So thanks. Okay. Uh, we are welcome, Elizabeth. Karen, please continue. Okay, thank you. I'll do a, a brief, um, I must do a brief um, translation. Am I understanding correctly? Yes. Okay. Okay, so she says that in terms of the assault case, um, she went to the police, they opened up a case and uh, the, the investigating officers, Meneer Olafir, and unfortunately, she didn't receive very good service from the police. They never come, came back to her. She received them SMS, but that was it. And for her to go to the police, she has to leave the farm, and it's a lot of taxi um, transport fees that she has to um, spend. And every time she goes there, they're not available. The police officer is on leave. To date, there has been no court case. They have not appeared yet in court. And um, when she approached uh, the legal um, aid, they, the courts, what they said is they must try to reconcile with the farmer. But unfortunately, it's just not possible because they do not see eye to eye. It's a very difficult situation. And so that's where she, it's sitting with the, the salt case. That's where it is at the moment. In terms of the municipality, she has gone to the municipality um, and she's currently on the waiting list. And she's, they said that they can't help her because she doesn't have a date of the evictions. Is that correct? Mm. So then she's sitting with a bit of a bind that the municipality can help her, but only when she has a date of the evictions, but she doesn't want to get evicted. Currently, there are 13 um, people in that. Um, it's a five-roomed house, so it's two-bedroom. There are 13 people living, and seven of those are children. Um, when she spoke to legal aid, all that they could tell her is um, the best advice they had for her is does she have any family members that have space in their backyard so that she can put up a bungalow or a hook? And that would be their best approach um, in terms of that was the advice legal aid gave her in terms of the eviction case. Um, regarding her children, it is her deepest, deepest desires that her children have education so that they can be more than just a farm worker. Um, but they also were um, dropped out of school because they also had to work on the farm. So the cycle continues. She would really like for her children and herself to go to night school. The issue, however, is about the transport. Um, the issue is about the fees. And also it's just the instability of living on a farm with the evictions. It's really hard to make um, choices. Mm. And it's really hard to continue your life not knowing whether you are going to be evicted today or not. So, it's, so those are her issues. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Before you come to other things, um, I, I, I just uh, I just want to check with Elizabeth. Elizabeth, is there anything that you'd like to add? Thank you, Chairperson. No, Cora is doing an excellent job of translating. I think the only thing I can add at this stage, the name of the detective um, is uh, Mr. C. A. Willifir. I can also add CJ. that details just in the chat. Um, but as they have mentioned, the case is not resolved as yet. She also approached the courts and the courts had a very diplomatic way of only indicating she should maybe just go and discuss the case with the farmer and maybe they can 
resolve it. Um, as she had mentioned, um, she wants her children to continue with education. They left school after grade six, but there is no money to continue with the studies. Um, there's also an issue if they want to attend night classes, they don't have any transport. And then when it comes to the matter of the evictions, she is willing to work with the municipality. However, she is still on the waiting list, but appears that everything is just coming at a dead end. Thank you, Chair. Thank you so much, uh, Elizabeth. Um, uh, uh, Cara, please uh, continue. Okay, thank you very much. Um, we just wanted to say CJ Olifir. CJ is the, the detective's name that's handling the case. Um, okay. Um, Fortunately, I do have um, good stories. It's not all doom and gloom. Um, Women on Farms has been working with municipalities, have been, and they have received land. So in the Breda Filet, they've received uh, land that women have access to in the Dwarings area, and those women have used that land, and they are using that land for food gardens. They are also working with land reform, Department of Land Reform, and the Department of Land Reform's new policy is to identify because the farm is quite big and um, the farmer, they want to identify the places where farm workers are living and purchase that particular part of the farm from the farmer. So not the entire farm, but the living area. And so that people could have, then the title deeds would go to the farm workers. The minister land reform would transfer the title deeds to the farm workers living on the land. And we are also busy working in with Drakenstein municipality in a very similar situation um, on farms in Simodium, people that have been living on those farms for years and years and trying to see to what extent the municipality could also purchase that land or make land available so that the farm workers can move to a location um, so that they don't have to get evicted from the farms. So we do have um, we, we do have strategies. We welcome any strategy with any um, institution um, because, as everyone knows, yeah, without land, it's very difficult. And I think somebody said that. Uh, what was it? Without land, a mother cannot a mother cannot do very much for her children. So any strategies. What we do note in in terms of land redistribution is that we had a meeting with the legal resource center, and they indicated that at the moment there is no land redistribution legislation. So there is policy that um, agriculture follows, but there's nothing legislated. And because of that, it's very hard to hold government to account. There's nothing that says how much land and how it must be distributed and those um, those kind of technical details. And um, the other thing is that sadly, the land redistribution program is declining in general, but specifically it's declining for women. Um, so those are our issues um, in regarding the land redistribution policy. And the, the lastly, it's also it's it's an issue of how do tenure security, how do, do you find tenure security? And the title deed still seems to be the major form upon which we um, ensure people ownership to land. But there's so many different ways in which South Africans live on land that it needs to incorporate many all these uh, hybrid and diverse dimensions of how people live on land. For example, a farm worker who has never owned the land that they've lived on, but through generations and generations, are they are entitled to be on that land because they have been living on that land. Yet the title deed is too blunt an instrument. 
and we need to think through new ways of, of tennis security. So those are the structural issues that we face with land um, as Women on Farms project. And thank you very much. Thank you. Amanda Dutmubi. Amanda Dutmubi. Thank you, thank you, Chair. Uh, did I get did I did I get your name Josiopa? Yes, yes, that's correct. Josiopa, okay, thank you. Please continue, uh, Miss Siopa. Thank you, Chair, and thank you uh, to honourable members for their insights and comments. They've been really uh, appreciated and received with uh, great thought. Um, thank you also, honourable Chair, for trying. To, to get our, our organization's name right, Amanda.Movi. If I could just give a bit of context on that so everyone understands uh, the meaning behind that name because I think then it will make it easier for people to remember it and understand. So Amanda, we know it means power and Movi is a cell phone. So the, the reason Amanda.Movi was started was to basically allow people who do not have access to um, internet, access to smartphones to be able to still participate as citizens of this country using you know, a simple cell phone that is not even a smartphone using SMS and please call me. So that's our, our main uh, mode of communication, SMS and please call me. So power with a cell phone. Um, thank you so much for that, Honorable Mutenezi. Uh, uh, I would like to start with uh, Honorable Sheikh Imam's comment about getting more people on a grant. I think it's important to explain that a lot of times when we go into spaces and we speak about um, wanting grants to be increased or expanding them to include more people, a lot of people um, uh, have a misconception that what we want is just grants for people and just get a lot of people on grants and nothing else. But the reality is right now, um, the state of this country like we all know, there's a high rate of unemployment. Right? The fact that people are wanting this 350 grant, which is not enough. And to be honest, no one wants to live on 350. Like Honorable Shonyana said, it's, it's not a lot of money. But the fact that people are asking for it just says a lot. It shows how uh, bad things are right now, that people don't have jobs, people don't know where to tend to, people don't know where their next meal will come from. And 350 is the only thing they can rely on for now. So we're saying that while people still wait for all these interventions that will help uh, improve the economy and increase jobs and all things like that, the important thing is to provide incentives in that moment in that moment that will allow people to survive. So while people still wait for jobs, while still people wait for small business opportunities and things like that, it is important to make sure that people are able to survive the economic state that we're currently in. So we're not saying that everybody must be on grants. We're saying that people who need them must get them. People who need help must get help while they wait for all these interventions, for jobs to be created, you know, all those things while they wait, they must be able to survive and fend for themselves and their families. Uh, moving on to Honorable Dipo Peter's comment. Um, thank you so much for that, Ma. Um, so about the question, if we have made people aware of these processes, that is one main object, objective of a mindset movie. Now, it is important to know that we are a very small organization. We are made of less than 15 people, right? And we have 
almost 1 million members who mostly are black women from low-income backgrounds. We have limited resources, but what we do is we constantly communicate with our members using SMS, using WhatsApp messages, using email, and sometimes even using social media platforms for those who can access those. So whenever there's a public comment happening, whenever there's a... Um, there's a bill that requires uh, members of the public to comment. We send messages to our members asking them to send them to us or if they can send them directly to whichever party is concerned or whichever party is to receive the messages. And we tell them, here's what's happening. This is a, there's a public process or public comment process going on. You can send your message to this person. If not, you can send us a please call me and we'll call you back or we'll just get your message and send it through to other relevant people. Just as we did with the, with the budget tips. What we did is we sent our members messages. Um, we sent them and told them to send through their budget tips, to send us please call me so we can call them back and note down their messages. That's how we usually do it. But we still have limited resources, so we do what we can. And... Um, on the issue about whether goggles have tried to get in touch with other goggles, it has actually happened. I don't know if you remember in 2020, um, goggles went to National Treasury in Pretoria um, to submit uh, the petition, the petition calling for a 2.5 grand and a 15th check. But those were not only the Peter Maritzberg Pensioners Forum. There were other goggles from other communities as well. And I remember there were wearing shirts representing uh, their groups representing the organizations. They came up from Soweto or from Eastern Cape, from Limpopo, from Mamilod, like Mamu people said. And they got together. And I remember they uh, they submitted the, the uh, memorandum to a DG, a national treasury. So when when Amanda the movie first met with the Gogos was during a, a, a submission in parliament in 2018, and they were there by themselves, right? So... Amanda Dunmovi only got on board with them after COVID started and we realized that because uh, a lot of things have gone online now, this means that people like the Gogos will not have access to these platforms anymore. So what we can do is approach them and ask them to send us uh, their messages so we can present them to committees like these. Um, and about the Gogos um, applying for Indigenous services, now this goes back to access to information. Information is very hard to get, even for us in a Manjadot movie. I don't know if you remember Honorable Buteles, last year we submitted our submission late because we couldn't find any information about when the appropriations public hearing is happening. So it is very hard even for us to get information. So now you can imagine what it is like for people like the Gogos and other members of the public and marginalized communities to get information. So before they could even get to accessing those indigent services or applying for them, if information doesn't reach them, then it's hard for them to know about them. You will note that two of the goggles spoke about free electricity and water. They were actually, just to give context, they were actually responding to a comment by Honorable Melendana that he made last year when he asked if goggles do get free services, if goggles do participate at a local level. And when we asked them, they said, no, we don't know of anything like that. We don't, we pay for everything like employed people do because they do not have that information. And 
about the issue, uh, Honorable Milenzana raised about a developmental state and a world state. Um, I think that is a very good question. But one thing I will note is that at Amanda Zimbabwe, we are not economists. But one thing we do know is that the economic state of this country is so bad, it affects poor people so badly. And what we know is that whether we're a world state or a developmental state, a country needs to take care of its people because they, they have nowhere else to turn to. So the fact that things just continue getting bad and bad and bad lies on the state. And it is the state's responsibility to ensure that they get people out of poor living conditions. Um, and of course, um, as Honorable Shonyana mentioned, that it is important to, to honor the invitation uh, by, by, by Treasury with the goggles. So uh, Honorable Dipuo uh, Peters has noted that, you know, things happen. Of course, we understand that things happen. The goggles did confirm a meeting with uh, former minister Didomboeni. They didn't just get on a bus all the way from Petermarisburg to Pretoria when nothing was confirmed. The only disappointment that happened is that as soon as they got there, minister had already left. So this is why we are requesting that it is important that um, we understand what happened, happened. There's no turning back, but we feel it is a responsibility of the current finance minister of Treasury to honor that uh, invitation and meet with them. And of course, it doesn't have just to be the goggles from the Peter Maritzburg Forum. It can be a whole lot of goggles from different communities and organizations coming together and meeting with Treasury and the minister and all the other relevant executives. Um, yeah, I think, so what Honorable Dikhani said, we are we are really trying our best, as, as I mentioned, that we are a small organization. We use what we, we get, we use what we can, we do what we can. Whatever information we have and feel we need to share with people, we do that. And of course, we do, we agree with you also, Honorable Butelezi, that coming here has not been in vain. Like you said that, one of our main demands was uh, keeping the 350, which is kept uh, for a whole year and which we're very appreciative of because a lot of people now at least know where their next uh, meal will come from. And that is the reason we keep coming here with all the other demands because we know that this committee is very, very capable of making things happen. And of course, we understand that this committee is not responsible for the fiscal pie, you know, we have all these other committees, the finance committee, who are responsible for allocating money and things like that. But we do feel that this committee also has some sort of power to make sure that some of these demands or these demands are implemented as time goes by. Um, I think I'll just end it there. Thank you, Chair. Um, thank you so much, uh, Mrs. Siopa. Um, um, Thank you to uh, Ms. Fontaine. Uh, thanks, thanks to uh, uh, Ms. McKay. Let, let, let me just say as, 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 as we conclude that uh, uh, it's, it's so good to see young people. I'm talking about uh, Amanda.mob uh, because these are the people who are able to, even to assist the elderly to raise their voice because they could have easily been raising their voice and nobody would be listening and so on. I see the hand of Honorable Marem. Honorable Marem, do you want to speak before I, I, I conclude? 
Thank you, Chair. I really appreciate uh, to accommodate me. Um, just a comment I want to make on the, the low-cost housing, and um, it's regarding the various policies of municipalities, because the name was mentioned of the Rockenstein municipality, for example, and they have changed their policy for low-cost housing five years ago. Uh, if they do a project, for example, 300 units, then 10% of that units, now in the case of 300, then it's 10% of 30 houses, will be allocated, one, to people with disabilities and people fr from farms. So there's a separate list they keep for people with disabilities and people from farms, and they don't jump the list then as they are not on the normal list for allocations because the normal list for allocations is compiled by the other 90% that will receive the houses. So there's very few municipalities that did go that route and it's very innovative to have a policy on a local level like that. But I just wanted to mention that. Thank you, sir. Uh, very much appreciated, uh, Honorable Barren. Um, <clears throat> thank you. Um, yeah. Yes. Anybody else? Yes. Yes. Just, just, just before, uh, one thing, because now I'm, I'm starting to read the messages here on the chat box. I don't know whether to. Uh, I, I. Oh. The, mes the message on the on the case reported. I don't know what impression it we get on the reported message of particulars of a person here at the, at the committee level. It means there is an expectation. I don't know how we're going to. Uh, it means there has to be a way to deal with that thing. <clears throat> that message. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, thanks, Kaiso. Uh, 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 um, Perhaps when, as I'm wrapping up, I'll, I'll touch on some of my, my observations. Um, I, I also noted that. But honorable members, I, I, I was starting with uh, Ms. Siopa and uh, Amanda Dotmobi. And just to say, we, we, we really appreciate to see young people uh, 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 taking up the issues of, of, of our elders. For instance, even the budgetary process, Oko would not have known. And that's why you guys were sent to school so that you can help our, 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 our elders about some of these things. Even the budgetary process itself as to how it, it, it goes and the fact that they, they can even come to us and raise their issues. The question of them uh, uh, reaching out to the minister with their proposals and so on. Um, uh, I think don't be discouraged about perhaps some of the things we say or some of the things not happening. At the, at the pace that would like them happening. Uh, we are listening as, 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 as parliament and um, um, some of them obviously are not just budget issues. Uh, they, are more, they are more than budget, but it's incumbent upon us to raise uh, those things with the respective structures that we do, but it's more of appreciation. I think the same goes uh, to women on, on farms projects. Uh, the plight of, 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 of farm tellers, it's, it's, it's something that is easily forgotten. Um, and uh, it's also, uh, we appreciate that uh, there are uh, people like uh, yourselves, uh, uh, Ms. McKay, uh, who, who, who pick up these things and uh, make sure that 
we don't forget them. Again, in line with what the president said, that nobody should be left behind. Behind, We don't want to leave uh, anybody. Uh, this democracy must be felt by, by, by everybody. And we who are elected reps here in parliament, we must see to it that those things happen. So we, we, we really uh, appreciate uh, you raising these issues on behalf of the of 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 of, of the farm dwellers, and and also thank uh, uh, Miss uh, Lu- Louise Fontaine herself for taking time and 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 and, in, and uh, interact with us about her personal experience. I'm sure this may be her personal experience, but there are many other farm dwellers who are experiencing the same challenges of, of life, especially in the farms. Again, I think, um, as you as you had honorable members, the issues that they raised uh, uh, are multi-sectoral and also affect different departments, different committees, and so on. But I think, again, uh, since these have come to us, we should find uh, ways of saying, how do we ensure that there is, there is the responsible departments or committees and so on, they follow up on some of those things. Obviously, then what we can do uh, uh, from 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 this committee. Yeah, I think uh, uh, thank you, thank thank you very much, Miss um, Miss um, 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 McKay, Miss Fontaine, uh, and uh, Miss Siopa for being part of this uh, 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 interaction. I think we were definitely much wiser after uh, you are coming here. We thank you very much. That takes care of that uh, agenda, agenda item. We are free to remain in the meeting, um, but we'll jump to the next uh, agenda item. Okay. Ms. McKay, I was still there. Ms. Siopa, is still there. Yes, sir, I'm here. Okay, no, no, we're just saying that, yeah, we that uh, takes care of the, the presentations okay. that we have made, but as I was saying, okay. we have made in the meeting. Okay, thank you very much. I will remain. Okay, thank you. See you, Pa. Thank you, Chair. Still here. Okay, okay. All members, can we go to the minutes of the 9th of March 2022? They were sent to us. We read them. Um, if there are no corrections or any additions to the minutes, can I have the mover for the adoption of the minutes? Matafa, I move, Chair. Honorable Matafa, I move for the adoption of the minutes of tonight. Seconder? Mlenzana. Honorable Mlenzana moves for the uh, seconding. Um, then we can adopt the minutes of uh, 9th of March 2022. Darren? Uh, any announcements from your side? Jefferson, uh, no, no announcements. Um, next meeting is next, will be held on next on Tuesday, the 21st of March. No, not Tuesday, the 22nd of March, where we will be considering and adopting the report on the Division of Revenue Bond. Okay. Thank you. Honorable members, so it means this is the uh, as far as division of revenue uh, 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 bill, uh, our consultations and interactions end here. Then on Tuesday next week, we'll be considering the, the report 
uh, which would be presented to 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 to, to parliament. Thank 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 you thank you very much. Uh, Excuse me, Chairperson. Yes, just just to check. Uh, when I was reading notices, why did I have something like debate next week? Yeah. It is uh, not the debate, but uh, the consideration of the report. Can you can you put me? Yeah, yeah. Let's, I was a bit confused. I don't know. No, no. We are not. We are not confused. Come, come in there, uh, uh, Darren. When is the debate? Yes, Chairperson. The report will be adopted next week, Tuesday, and the debate will be held on Thursday, Chair. Um, so the report will appear in the ATC before the debate. Yeah. Got that, Orobulenzana? Yes, yes, I got it. I got it. Hopefully, yeah. Comrade Umatafa is around, but we'll talk it outside the meeting. No, fine. Yeah, he's, 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 he's around, yes. Sure, sure, sure. sure. the report on Tuesday and then the debate on Thursday. Thank, thank, thank you, thank you very much. Honourable members, thank you very much for uh, attending the meeting and your uh, uh, wise interaction with the, the presentations. Uh, we should find a way of taking forward the, thing, the things that have been raised by the members of the public. Thank you very much. The meeting stands adjourned. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Chairperson. Thanks, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Chair. Thank you. Thank you, Mashile. Okay. Uh, from Women on Farms, thank you very much. It was very, it was a very important meeting, and thank you very much for um, caring about our submissions. Thank you, Ms. McKay. Ms. McKay. Yes, yes. I'm here. I was saying I was saying thank you, Mrs. McKay. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. Thank you.